Yeah, your Sacramento home of the San Francisco 49ers heading back out now to uh, the mysterious Senor Sarape. He returns with his Philadelphia Eagles Sarape from Phoenix, Arizona, Kyle Draper. Where is it, Drapes? <laughs> you know what? I, I took it off, Whitey. <laughs> I, I, I said, you know what? I'm not going to do it to you guys. Well, thank uh, you. I'm, I, you know, Niners fans are in their feelings today. A little bit. Today. They're struggling today. I get it. I understand it. I'm not going to do that to them. Well, we I, I'm trying to be. When they go low, I go Why high. Why not? <laughs> Don't switch up like right. Kyle Shanahan. This in the see Kyle's. All the Kyle's this week. They switching up on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who was it? There was somebody on the I'm Eagles. I'm just saying, man. Why? 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 I'm sorry. Somebody. <laughs> got- somebody on the Eagles was taking shots at Debo after the game yesterday. Oh, yeah, I texted you guys uh, yeah. that yesterday, and Jay did not take uh, too kindly <laughs> uh, to that. I believe that was my boy Fletcher Cox uh, yes, yes, uh, who yes. did that. Uh, yeah, Fletcher Cox, keep the Eagles outcho mouth, B-O-E. What that mean? I, I don't know. I don't know that lingo, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, all, all the Niners accomplished is they made it to the same place the Eagles did last year. And so uh, I, I, I can't tell you. Uh, how many Niners fans I was around. Mike Brown was sitting right over there to my left. He was cheering on his son, his squad. We had a room full of Niners fans, and I I think there were like three Chiefs fans in there. We were holding it down. We we were ready. I don't know if you heard about this, but apparently uh, Brandon Pajemski on uh, the Warriors, of course, and Lester Quinones, they both on social media today were like, yeah, it's a great day to be a Chiefs fan. And Warrior fans shut them down. And I think, uh, I'm not saying it's right, but they went after both of them to the point where Pajemski, he removed at least one of his posts. I guess, you know, Warrior fans slash 49er fans, not too happy to hear players on the Warriors getting all excited about, yay, Chiefs, yay, yay, yay. So uh, you got to be careful these days. Yeah, can you guys hear me okay? This this is uh, super frustrating, guys. I'm sorry about this. Uh, it's a super delay on, on my end. And, you know, I, I tell you, I think it's uh, sabotage being done by the radio station back there in Sacramento because they know I'm the only guy that's calling right now that's a Chiefs fan. They're trying to sabotage my audio right here so I don't have to get a 49ers fans to business. Uh-huh. I'm still here, Niners fans. And the funny thing about this, too, and let me get this off, Jay. Let me get this off, Whitey. Yeah. I was checking Twitter all day last night. Woke up this morning. Oh, I'm like, I'm sure Niners fans going to be in my mentions and say, Drapes, you were right, or uh, crickets. Ain't nobody said a darn thing to me. No Niners fans. No, it's just been quiet. Where y'all at, Jay? Stand up. <laughs> well, you were not right. I'll say that. I mean, I know you're anti-49ers, and they lost, so Okay. But this whole thing, I was right all along. You've been wrong so many times about the 49ers this year. I can't even keep count. (laughs) Uh, That's 100% true, man. I've been waiting, though. I was wrong when they played the Eagles. I was wrong when they played played the Packers. I was wrong when they played the Lions. But I was right when they played my boy Patrick Mahomes (laughs) and, and Taylor Swift and Kelsey. I was right about that. All right. Yeah. Um, I thought yesterday, one thing that surprised me, 
I thought if the 49ers could get to Mahomes that they could win the game and they should win the game. I thought that was, you know, with all the money that the 49ers have invested in that front, Kansas City's offensive front, they have some talent, but they were down a man or two and they're they're not great. I thought if the 49ers can do that, they're going to win the game. They did get pressure. Bosa had a big game. They had Patrick Mahomes on the run for much of the game. They, they achieved that and they still didn't win the game. That surprised me, and I'm sure that had to be a source of great frustration for the 49ers. Yeah, we're having some issues with uh, Drapes. I don't think he can. Yeah. Kyle Draper's on the phone with us there. Uh, Hello, Drapes. Yeah, that surprised me. The 49ers got to Mahomes. The pass rush had a lot of success, but they still lost the game. I thought they would win the game if they could put that kind of pass rush on Mahomes. All right. Rip the blueprint yeah. Yeah. in that first half. I, I thought the blueprint in that first half was perfect, man. Uh, I thought they, they befuddled Mahomes. Uh, they held that Chiefs offense intact. And when I was watching that first half, I thought it's clear that the Niners are, are the way more talented team. Mahomes doesn't have playmakers on offense, really. You know, they bottled up. I thought they did a good job on Pacheco mm-hmm. as well. And so I thought the defense was good. But until late, I don't know if they were gassed. I don't know if Mahomes was, Mahomes was setting them up. As I was watching this game, I thought Mahomes had a number of lanes to run the ball. And I thought, you know what? Maybe he's saving that till late. And then he started making plays with his feet later. I thought the defense played well. I, I mean, ultimately, guys, we got to call it what it is, right? This is the Kings going up against the Warriors. This is Steph Curry going off for 50 in game seven. You know, we can talk about all the coaching blunders, the turnovers, but Patrick Mahomes, when it mattered most, he made the plays. And I don't necessarily think the Niners lost that game. I think the Chiefs actually won it. Mahomes, and I mentioned it earlier, three straight drives to end the game, more than 60-plus yards. Those were clutch. Two field goals and then the touchdown. Uh, I thought they made the plays when it mattered the most. They did. Uh, I did think the 49ers left the door open for them, wide open, because they didn't take advantage of some opportunities earlier in the game. But there's no question. that That's the thing that surprised me the least is the way down the stretch, Patrick Mahomes just had total control of the game and the Chiefs offense. And, you know, how many times on key plays – did Patrick Mahomes like the fourth and one? No one, there was no one near him. The the run, for, what did he run for? Forty four yards on one play, whatever it was. There was nobody near him. The touchdown passes he threw were there. There's guys totally uncovered. Uh, obviously, he doesn't deserve all the credit for that, but he deserves a lot of the credit for getting the Chiefs in those positions. Uh, so that surprised me the least on that fourth and one. You know, let's be honest. It was an opportunity technically for the 49ers to win the game. If you stop them here, you win. I thought, there is no way they're going to stop Patrick Mahomes. I mean, maybe there's a bad snappers up, maybe, but I thought they had very – I never for a minute really believed that, all right, here it is, they're going to stop him. At that point, I just don't think it was even even doable. Well, I I was surprised they stopped uh, Pacheco in the the down previously to that uh, on the third down. And when they stopped him there, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, they may have something here. And But, you know, when you have that kind of situation, high leverage situation, late in the game, fourth down, you know the defense is expecting run all the way, and they're trying to pinch inside. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, Mahomes, man, you know, I, I thought him and Andy Reid anticipated 
uh, very well what the Niners' defense was going to do. I thought, you know, first half it took them a while to figure it out, but as the game went on, I think they sort of figured out where some of the holes were. And, uh, you know, that's what makes Patrick Mahomes great too, man. You know, and he doesn't run, in my opinion, enough. I think he should run and use his legs even more because uh, he's that dynamic. But you're right, Whitey. You know, fourth and one, Mahomes, like the whole playbook is open at that point. You could do line up any way you want, and they figured it out and got the first down. And so, like, that's not – I will say – the the one defensive mistake I thought Steve Wilkes made uh, was when they blitzed Mahomes. I think it was on the third down, and uh, he picked it apart and 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 made a completion that kept the chains moving. You know, I, I didn't like you know his decision to blitz at that point. But for the most part, the defense played well. It's just they were gassed, they were tired. You know, they had held Mahomes and them in check pretty much all game long. And even those last uh, two drives before the final one, to hold them to field goals, that's mm-hmm. an accomplishment. Yep, and so I, I thought the defense, man, the, the bend don't break. You know, we can, you know, I, I, the defense was the better part uh, of the Niners. You, you look at defense, offense, special teams. I thought the defense had a hell of a game, man. Yeah, the defense gave the 49ers opportunities. Brock Purdy talked about that. That said, did you think that Shanahan's play calling – was an issue. I know Jay does. I know a lot of people. We've heard from somebody on the phone already. If I'm being honest, I, I, and of course I am. Um, I, to me, it's not a big issue. There are a couple plays here or there where he, he, yeah, he made the wrong calls. I think that's football. By and large, it wasn't a big issue for me. How about you? Did you think that Kyle Shanahan's play calling was one of the things that contributed to the 49ers' loss? I, I don't think so. I, I mean, I think that's you know, Monday morning quarterback, and I understand people say, oh, you should run the ball more in the third quarter. Uh, you know, some people are saying, oh, you got to eat the clock. You're up in the third. I'm like, it's the third quarter. There's tons of football left. Oh, get the ball to CMC. Give the Chiefs credit. They did a hell of a job on CMC. Because here's the thing about Christian McCaffrey, guys, that we've seen all season long, ever since he's joined the Niners. They took away the 20-yard runs, the third, that one big run. CMC really didn't have that. Sure, he would have a six-yard, seven, eight-yard run, but he only averaged 3.9 yards per carry. He touched the ball 30 times out of the 69 uh, plays, uh, you know, between passes and rushes that they had. I mean, what more do you want to do, especially in today's NFL, where it's a pass-happy NFL? I thought, you know, Shanahan did a a hell of a job. Now, if you want to say, oh, you got to run the ball more in the third, at the time, I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking, if I'm being honest, I was thinking Brock Purdy got to be better. I was thinking Brock Purdy had a number of balls tipped, and this is something we talked about going into the Super Bowl. And I also think the pass rush got to him where he was throwing off his back foot a little too much there in that third quarter, second half. Um, But I didn't see it as a problem that they weren't getting CMC the ball enough. But uh, So – let me ask both of you this. And first of all, I want I I want to make this point. I think you you hit spot, something spot on there, Drapes. Where you call the the Chiefs the Warriors, while the Forty ers were kind of the Kings. I I I can't agree with you more. I, I really think that they just had the know how, and that's what really per- persevered at the end of it all. I really truly do. But this is this is one of my gripes, and it's not so much as it like. Monday morning quarterback Kyle Shanahan because that's not what I'm doing. I was calling for this yesterday, so I can you know, and we have people that that heard me that say this. 
my problem with Shannon, and it really infuses into the the whole 49ers organization, and Drapes, you weren't able to hear me say this because you weren't on the air, is this. There's sometimes you have to break from what you're doing to make a difference. And it's been shown that to win a Super Bowl, the Philly, the Philly special, like all these different plays mm-hmm. that have to happen, the Sean Payton kick, Shanahan does not have that in his bag. And we saw one happen, and what happened? It turned into a touchdown. touchdown. And that's my problem with Kyle Shanahan, is sometimes you have to break from what you know to do something that other people aren't expecting. And I'm glad you guys talked about the Pat Mahomes fourth and one. Everybody in the world knew. Everybody. Why wouldn't the 49ers know? If I was going to get beat, you were going to beat me with Pacheco, with Hardman, with all these other people. I would have ran 12 people at Pat Mahomes and left one person wide open. Really? Why not? Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. something different. And mm-hmm. that's the problem. You continue the TCs, the people that call, that call in here and talk about Shanahan is, is very, you know, he doesn't make adjustments. The 49ers have problems making in-game adjustments. When they get to halftime, everything's fine and dandy. But on the fly, Shanahan and a lot of, I don't think D'Amico Ryans did, but I think Salah and Steve Wilkes have fallen into that same category. Make an adjustment. Here's where I had an issue with Shanahan yesterday. Um, And as far as the play with Mahomes, you know, Bosa just, he had to pick one or the other and he Went after Pacheco. And why? Was like, why? Why? Well, though? he had to go one of the. I mean, but why? I don't know. Why? It wasn't going to Pacheco. Fourth and one, and we're talking about the greatest football player on earth right now. Most people believe. You know, he was keeping the ball. Well, Bosa didn't. I mean, maybe you're right. It was the third option. I just knew they had too many options. I just didn't feel like the 49ers were going to be able to stop him. If they'd given it to Pacheco, maybe he still would have made it. Here's my problem with Shanahan. Overall, I disagree with you about his play calling, except for one thing. At the end of the first half, and the Chiefs are driving, and the 49ers have timeouts, they just don't use them. And so they get the ball back, mm-hmm. and there's like 20 seconds. And, you know, then kneel down, and okay, let's go. Well, why do you do that? Well, you know, we don't want to turn it over. Well, you only get so many opportunities to possess the ball in the Super Bowl. And that's Shanahan, to your point, Jay. Shanahan always does that, right? It's in the half, we're just going to get out of here. Why don't you call some timeouts so there's more time left when you get the ball back and maybe you could actually do something offensively? And you talk about being conservative, ultra-conservative, in that case against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, to me, that made no sense whatsoever. Anybody? No, no, I, I, no I, I'll, I'll push back on that, Whitey. I hear you. You know, and, and when you look at it, I think it might have only been – like 40-something seconds left or something like that, that they would have had the ball um, there before the half. And so I didn't have necessarily at the time a problem uh, with that decision. You know, you're, you're going into the half up 10-3. Let me, I, I got the play chart right here because I, I, I want to see exactly uh, what you're talking about here. First to take KC, I mean, under two minutes, do you want them to start calling it the timeout? Like, uh, to me, that's sort of – you know, admitting that they're going to score, you know, like I felt like if you call the timeouts, that's sort of helping Kansas city to an extent. And so I'm looking at the play sheet here. First down first and 10 at the 14, it's a minute left second and seven. I mean, you call those, you're still going to, 
you know, not have much time left. I don't think he had – how many timeouts did he have at that time? Two? Yeah, I believe two left still, yeah. Yeah, he he, he had two. I, I, you know, I, I think that's nitpicking with Kyle Shanahan right now. And, it, and this is what we do. When you lose a Super Bowl, you can go through every play, every decision, and second-guess it. How come we're not talking about the Moody missed the extra point? How come that – like – we can put Kyle Shanahan at the top of the blame game if you want, but several other, like the extra point being blocked, the fumble and in, in, on the punt, like all these things occurred. And I don't think it was just, it wasn't Shanahan's finest hour. I understand that. I get that. But going for it on fourth and one early in the game, that's out of character, I thought. And he, he went for it and got it. And so was there some bad decisions? Yes. But I thought he, he had some good decisions too. Well, we will get to that one player that turned the whole Super Bowl around when we come right back here. Kyle Draper's in Arizona. You got the drive at Sackdown Sports. If there was one play that turned that Super Bowl around yesterday, you know what it was. It was the old muffed punt. Kyle Draper for 49er fans. You know, that takes you back to twenty, the 2012 NFC Championship game. Kyle Williams muffed a punt in, the I think, the fourth quarter against the Giants in the NFC Championship game, setting up a go-ahead score for the Giants. And then in overtime, he fumbled, and the Giants went on to win the game. So there were a number of things yesterday. And, yeah, I know it's just the way you look at it. But, you know, as a fan of a team that keeps losing crucial games in agonizing fashion, you start to see these patterns. And for that to happen yesterday, it sent a lot of fans back to 2012. And I'm still Mm -hmm. not sure... You know, what exactly went wrong or if it was just, um, you know, the bounce of the football was just ill fortune for the 49ers. But that's where the game turned. Would you agree? No, 100%. I mean, because the Chiefs offense, you know, it was, oh, yeah. was you know, bottled up at that point. You know, they, they were struggling at that point uh, to, to cash in on anything. And so, you know, the issue wasn't necessarily, um, you know, it touching the, the player's foot. It was Ray Ray trying to make something happen. Yeah. Just cover it up, right? Mm-hmm. Just secure the ball and cover it up. And you're 100% right. That that gave the Chiefs uh, some life into them. Then, you know, after that, obviously, the offense got going. And, you know, when you look at it, that play right there, at the time, let me see here, at the time the score was what? 10 to 10 six, wasn't 10 it? 10 to 6. Yeah. yeah, 10 to 6. They scored yeah. the next play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they scored on the very it next wasn't play. 10 6 for long. Yeah. yeah. 15 yard. Yeah. To Valdez Scantley. Yeah. You're right. And you guys know as well as I do momentum is a thing in sports. And as well as the Niners had been playing after that play to be trailing 13 to 10 at that point, if you're KC, you're like, we're good. Like, I felt like the Chiefs took the Niners' defense best shot, and yet they still held the lead 13-10 to 10 at that point. You guys are 100% right. From that point on, it was a different Patrick Mahomes. It was a different Kansas City Chief. So you had that touchdown. Then after that, the next Chiefs' possession, field goal. The next Chiefs' possession, field goal. And the next Chiefs' possession, touchdown. So they had been struggling all game long, but that one play after that, they scored on the final four possessions that they had. It's, it's yeah. like a free throw, like mm-hmm. Drapes. You call mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You call it he every night. It's like yep. getting a star going. All they have yep. to do. How many times we keep we hear it? All we they got to do is see you go through the basket one time or a free throw, put them on the line, and then all of a sudden, 
12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Daryl Luter needed to get out of the way, uh, apparently. And I know Kyle Shanahan after the game was asked about that, and I think their word is, I think Peter is a word. Like, I mean, it's get out of the way. Peter, Peter, Peter. Just right. get out of the way. He probably thought he was out of the way. Probably didn't even know the ball's anywhere near him. Hits him in the foot. And, you know, it's interesting what you say, Drapes, and you're right. you got to fall on the ball. Everybody knows that. Anyone who's ever played football at any level, you remember a coach saying, just fall on the ball, or your dad saying that when you watch TV. But you know how guys are that are skill position players or playmakers, and their mind's like, that's for linemen. I can do some damage. So, you know, Ray Ray is like, I can still make something out of this. And it was just that that fateful mistake. Um, but I don't – I. Was it just bad luck or was it a bad special teams play? Should that not have happened? Should Daryl Luter have known to be nowhere near that? I honestly don't know. And I know there are some coaches that have called the station today and said, yeah, you just, you got to clear out of the area. But that, there wasn't certainly an element of bad luck involved there. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like you said before, Luter doesn't know, at least I don't think. I've never played football, so I wouldn't know 100%. But he's probably thinking, I'm good. I'm not in the play. You know, I'm blocking. Yeah. And when you hear that, you're in the middle of the game. You're in the, like, could he even hear it? You know, we don't know. Like, that happens in football a lot. Oh, I'm touching somebody. But Ray Ray had a chance to cover his teammates Mm -hmm. back, Mm -hmm. to have his teammates back. And so we could talk about Luter, you know, hitting his foot and he shouldn't have been there all we want. Ray Ray had a chance to help his guy out, to have his teammates back. And he bossed it. And I understand, you know, as a player, you think you can make plays. I'm going to help the team. I'm going to do what I can, you know, to get some yards here. I might be able to bust this one. But at that time, you just got to go down on that. We've heard it a million times, guys. Just cover the ball, whether it's a fumble or anything like that. Instead of trying to scoop it up and run, nope, just get down on it. Cover it up. Yep. That's what Ray Ray should have did. You're right. Now, the funny thing about the mixed extra, missed extra point and I made this point earlier, and I'm not going to belabor it because it's kind of wonky. But, you know, Drapes, if he made the extra point and the 49ers were up four, then the next time down the field, the Chiefs would have probably gone for a touchdown instead of right. kicking a – and if they scored the touchdown, the 49ers would have been worse off. So, you know, it's I, it possible that hurt the 49ers. It's possible that in a backwards way it actually helped them. Ultimately, I don't think it's going to go down in history as the missed extra point that cost the 49ers the game. It was a bad, it was a mistake. The kick had to be higher, but we don't know really how costly that was as opposed to the botched, the muffed punt, which definitely cost them a lot of points. No, you're right, but but with that being said, Whitey, you know, if the Chiefs have to score a touchdown, ultimately what this game comes down to, guys, too, is no matter what, the defense got to get the stops at the end. Yep. And so, you know what? If you kick a field goal in overtime, you're up three. All right, defense, go out there and stop them. Yep. You know, and so ultimately that's what it came down to. And, you know, to your point, if he makes the extra point, then it becomes a a four-point game, Chiefs score a touchdown, then you have a chance uh, to march back down and tie it as well. But I think ultimately, no matter what, the defense – they scored on the final four drives of their game. One, yeah. two, three, four. Like that, you know, that's the game right there. Two touchdowns and two field goals. That's the game. The defense inability to get off the field when it mattered the most. Mm-hmm. 
Now, it's interesting today it came out, uh, I think Jay talked about this earlier, the 49ers, some players said, we didn't know the rules. You know, <laughs> in mm. overtime. I was watching with people, you know, and I had to admit when they showed the rules, I had, I didn't remember that they had changed the overtime rules for the postseason, which of course goes back to that Bills and Chiefs game a couple of years ago. So I was looking at the rules going, whoa, wait, what? Oh, both teams get the ball. But I think that's hilarious that the uh, 49ers were saying, yeah, we, we we saw the rules on the scoreboard. We didn't know what they were. The Chiefs said they were all very well aware of it and had prepared for it. And it sounds like the 49ers hadn't discussed it at all. I don't know if that mattered, but that's a bad look for them today. Bad look. And I thought the players threw Shanahan under the bus in really? the post-game press conference. I thought they were a little too honest. Uh, yeah, we had no idea that's how it was. And they didn't think how it would look to their coach. Now, with that being said, Shanahan should have prepared them for that. Like, they should know the rules of the game. And, you know, Shanahan knew the rules. That, that's why he decided to take the ball. Right. You know, you heard his explanation afterwards. You know, we wanted to get it back with a chance to win, maybe on that third drive. Um, I don't know how much that factored into the game because once it goes to overtime, the announcement is made. It's up on the scoreboard. Yeah. Everybody should have known. Like, you know, it doesn't have to take your coach or anything like that. Everybody should have known. But that's a bad look. That's bad optics, uh, you know, for the the Niners. And that's a bad look on Shanahan. And, you know, I I look at – I got to cover Bill Belichick in New England uh, for a number of years. I was out there, been to playoff games, talked to coach. And the one thing all his players would say is that Belichick would have them prepared – for any crazy scenario, anything it was. And same thing like Andy Reed, the chiefs player said, this is something we've talked about for a while now. Like as a coach, it's your job to have your guys prepared for whatever may happen. And to Jay's point, it feels like at times Shanahan is sort of reactive instead of proactive as the, as these games go on. It reminds me, Jay, do you remember, I think it was like 2008, there was a quarterback who didn't know the overtime rules. You remember that? I kind of do remember who that. Who was yeah. that? I, it was the Bengals and somebody, and I can't remember. Do you remember that, Drapes, who that was, what team they were playing? That the quarterback of the team didn't Said know. Said he the, didn't know the yeah, overtime like, rules. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> what team was that now? About, I, I, can't, I can't quite remember. <laughs> hmm. Let me put my finger on it. I don't know. I got amnesia out here in Phoenix. I, I don't remember that. Don't put your finger on. Put your sarape on with the name of the, with the, name of the team. On there. Uh, yes, hail to the Chiefs. Fail do the 49ers when we come right back. Drive guys on Sackdown. I didn't even know about the uh, playoff overtime rules. So it was a surprise to me. Yeah, I didn't even really even know what was going on in terms of that. I, they put on the, the scoreboard. And everyone was like, oh, even if you score, they get a chance still. So. That was Eric Armstead from Sacramento, of course, a 49er who was one of the 49ers who said, yeah, we weren't sure what the overtime rules were. I know there's a story coming up on ESPN. Uh, it says overtime confusion, question mark. So it sounds like they're trying to make, ESPN's trying to make something out of that. Was that a factor at all? I don't think so. Whitey Gleason here in Sacramento. Kyle Draper coming to us from Phoenix where tomorrow – uh, we've got, of course, the Kings and the Suns. And Jay with us today, of course, he was uh, he was there yesterday. So it does sound to me, Kyle, like there are some that are trying to see if they can make this 49ers didn't know the rules thing into more than, than I think it actually is. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a it's an optics thing, a bad look thing. Yeah. But did it actually impact the level of play on the field? You know, did the defense, you know, all of a sudden, you know, not try as hard? Or, <laughs> like, it doesn't make – you know what I mean? Like, and so it, it's a definitely a bad look. And I understand in, in TV and media we got to make things, you know, bigger than what they really were. But like I said last segment, you know, once you go to overtime – you t- everybody is aware. They got the sign up there. I'm sure Kyle said it. I think, you know, when you hear Armstead and those guys say, oh, I wasn't aware, it was they didn't know before it came up. But once they were out on the field in that overtime, they knew darn sure what they needed to do. They knew exactly what they needed to, to accomplish. So I don't know how much it really impacted the level of play on the field. You know, it's some knowledge, you know, that, you know, Kansas City had before. But I I don't think it impacted the outcome of the game. I wonder if the 49ers knew that if you get that stop on fourth and one, you win the game. And whether they did or not, I'm I'm sure they gave it everything they could. But to that point, did you know that Mahomes said, he said, when Hardman made that catch, I ran up to him and I had to tell him we won the game. So it wasn't just, there was a lot of confusion. Mahomes said, yeah, he didn't know. I say, hey, hey, we we just won the game. So nobody, Jim Nance didn't know the rules. Nobody knew the rules yesterday. Nobody, yeah, it it, it was (laughs) uh, unbelievable. And and I'll be honest with you too, and, and, and you guys tell me, because I'm still confused about the ending of the game. Like if the clock would have ran out in the fourth quarter, that would have been, the. I mean, not fourth quarter, overtime, that would have been the game, right? Like no, it, so nope. no, they, no, they would have still kept playing until that drive ends. Basically, the conclusion of that drive, Next no matter co- what. Uh, well, no, meaning if it would the, the clock would have struck zero and the Chiefs hadn't scored, yes, exactly. then the game is over. Then the game is over. Yes, because okay. they possessed right. the ball. They they've already had the ball. Hmm. Right, and, and I'll tell you what. Listening to Tony Romo trying to explain it down the stretch of <laughs> that. He confused me more than anything. And it's like, you know, I'm like, Mahomes, get up there. It's called a timeout. One was like, oh, they don't need to call the timeout. And, and I, it was a confusing finish. And even when the pass was complete for the touchdown, when Hardman caught it, it was sort of anticlimactic. It was like, is that it? Is, is, is the game over? I don't know. I don't know how you guys felt. Uh, and, Jay, you were uh, out there. I'm sure you felt it uh, out there in the building. But watching it on TV, it was sort of like, Man, that's it. Yeah, like I don't know. It it, it has kind of an anticlimactic feeling. I felt we uh we I think we'll have it top of the hour. Drapes, you got to hear Greg Papa's call on that. Greg Papa definitely Ooh. knew the rules, okay. and he and uh, his partner, uh, who's Tim Ryan. Tim Ryan, thank you. Sorry about that, Tim Ryan. The great Tim Ryan. Uh, it's really a, it's come on the show, Tim Ryan. Yeah, it's uh, it's a great, <laughs> it's a great call. It's a very sad and somber call. We'll have that for you. So there's no question there at that point. Greg Papa knew that the 49ers had lost the game, and it was just so. You know, we we kid about 49er fans, and you know, we go back and forth, you, you, Jay, and I against you. But I mean, that that's a really tough one because the 49ers had an opportunity. You know, they have again, they had a lead. That's Two Super Bowls in a row. You have a 10-point lead. Uh, the last one, of course, was in the fourth quarter. They had a 10-point lead in the mm. NFC title game against the Rams a couple years ago and didn't even get to the Super Bowl. And as I said earlier, I think this is interesting, and I'm not making excuses or anything, but if you're a certain age, you can remember, wow, the 49ers, Bill Walsh, they used to win Super Bowls all the time. Now, if you're, say, I don't know, 45 or younger, 
what you rem- what you know about the 49ers is, yeah, they get to the Super Bowl, but then they just get their hearts ripped out. They suffer tough, tough losses. How about NFC championships as well? Yes, Come all on, of man. it. Yeah. All yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. So that's just been uh, the history of the team. You know, it makes the... Uh, that, that subplot even more interesting going forward. Can Shanahan ever win one with this team? And then the Chiefs next year, that subplot, trying to become the first team ever to win three in a row. That's incredible. Yeah, it's a dynasty. What, three and five years? And, you know, when you look at the Niners, and Jay, you, you tell me now, was this their best chance to win it out of all the last seven NFC Championship games, Super Bowls, like, was this their year? Like, was no. this? No? No. Tell me why not. I, I think the, and why do you jump on this? For me, I thought the 19 was the one. Mm. I you mean, they, they had. a better team then? Yeah, they or had Pat Mahomes locked and locked. He was doing mm. nothing. I thought the Ravens, mm-hmm. when they played and the Ravens. And that was the second was one. I was going to say yeah. also mm. with the Ravens, because Kaepernick was right there, you know. At first, I mean, there was opportunity, right, yeah. with the 12-yard line or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, all you had to do was run, cap. Well, they did run, and it would have yeah. been a touchdown, but they'd call timeout. I know. Yeah. So those are the types of things <laughs> those now. The, if you're a 49er fan, yeah. that's your reality. The other one for me, too, is um, the the last year, too. Like yeah. I really, truly thought Purdy was hot. And I thought the team, you know, I, I, and no disrespect to the Eagles, I thought they were going to go in there and trench them out. <laughs> they were. They they really were. But to, I don't know to have funny. it, but to to take it away and not even have an opportunity. Like I'd right, rather you right, beat me, right? Than you know, oh man, we don't have an opportunity to do anything. But I, for me, it's nineteen. And then the Ravens, and then last year, and then probably the Giants with the Kyle. Well, I, yeah. I ask that because how much better can the Niners be? Like, how much – you got the talent. You got the quarterback. You got the coaching. I mean, what more can this team, this franchise do? What more can John Lynch do? What more can Kyle Shannon from a talent perspective? Like, you guys were – I'm talking the Niners. They were the better team. On paper, the Niners were the better I agree. team. I agree. So where do you go from here kind of thing? Well, like, what, you, what more can you do? I agree with you. I felt the same thing watching yesterday. You know, his 49ers were getting hurt and had to cart this guy off, and then that guy's out. And, you know, it's just terrible, obviously, what happened to Dre Greenlaw. But I was starting to feel like, man, these guys are, you know, I don't care what the – what the birth certificate says, their bodies are, they're getting old. So, mm-hmm. you know, this might, might've been their best chance, but then I was reading today, there's talk that maybe they go after another pass rusher like Daniel Hunter. Mm-hmm. Maybe they add him on the other side from Bosa. <laughs> and then, you know, Purdy should be better. It's just, they're paying so much money to their top. What is it? Eight players. You get to a point right. where it's like, you end up with like, 20 million to pay your last 44 guys or something like that. It's like, that doesn't work. So they're at the crossroads there, but But I do agree. This was with, with Shanahan's team. This was clearly to me. I thought this was their best chance. Really? Over the 19? Yeah. Last year too. Um, yeah, Mm. yeah. I think Hargrave made a big difference. Um, But he didn't show up to make a big difference. 
He had a good year. It didn't look like uh, with the sacks. He uh, had a he had know. a good season. Yeah, I, I think and McCaffrey I, had a great season. And there's a conversation to be had. I and you you guys talked about it. I thought some of the top tier talent for the Niners didn't play well yesterday. You're right. They're but I also year. think coming down, you know, looking back at past years, you know, we we always point to Jimmy Garoppolo in the quarterback, and I get it, understandable. I truly and again, I I thought Draves had a fantastic point. This was Steph Curry, 50, and Pat finished it the second half, you know, the second part of it. I, the difference of it is, though, is Steph Curry was phenomenal the whole game. I thought Pat Mahomes was very pedestrian a lot of the game. And to me, just like we saw, you know, keeping the Kings Warriors, the Kings had opportunities to close out the Warriors in game five and game, you know, like, Game seven was not even close. I thought the 49ers didn't do what they were supposed to do. And, again, I truly think McCaffrey didn't have a good game. I thought Trent didn't have a good game. And I thought Shanahan went away from some of the things he should have done. And it just, you know, it all kind of compounded with a few other things, too. Yeah. I just saying that, you know, Mahomes is one of the greatest and Purdy's not there yet. That's obviously true. But to me, that's not why the 49ers lost the game. It's true. Purdy's not Mahomes, but Purdy had he had he was of all the 49ers, he had one of the better games. Um, you know, there's receivers couldn't get open. I thought the 49ers got out coached yesterday, too. I thought that was that was an issue. Very you could yeah. see that very a lot. Yeah. Uh we'll take a quick timeout when we come back. More on uh the 49ers, the loss yesterday. Hail to the Chiefs. And where do the Niners go from here next with the Drive Guys on Sackdown Sports? Kyle Draper and Phoenix getting ready for the Kings and the Suns. I'm here in Sacramento. Drapes, I uh, hope you hope you were able to enjoy your Super Bowl party with the team yesterday, even though, as you said, the signal went out. We had a really good time at home. Our Super Bowl party was very nice, very, very low-key. But my, uh, my other party I told you about, which was the party I had to celebrate the fact that Kyle Kuzma did not come to the Kings, that was kind of <laughs> like the Kings at the trade deadlines, just like nothing happened. So that was... That was kind of a disappointment. But the Super Bowl party was nice, except for, you know, what actually happened in the game. Hey, I tell you what, we could have used Kyle Kuzma the other day uh, in OKC. You know, that the offense bogged down, the defense still looking suspect. I I don't know about you, man. Uh, Just uh, I'm frustrated right now with this Kings team. And, And I'm not frustrated at necessarily the record. I'm not frustrated at the effort. I'm frustrated that teams continually get whatever they want offensively against us. Like this is a major issue and we got 30 games left to go, mm-hmm. but it, it, we can't stop. We can't stop a nosebleed right now, man. No, I know. I know. And I, you know, that's just the way it's going to be. I fear. Uh, thank you for being with us today. And thanks for your comments and your participation on the chat. We have Vac Morales uh, pointing out, I think Vac Morales is right. Uh, the rule says both teams have a complete possession to try and score, can end on first down. Game would have gone to the second overtime. That's why the Chiefs were not rushing to run the play. I think maybe they would have switched ends. I don't know. But, yeah, the Chiefs didn't have to worry about the clock running down. They were getting their – they were going to get to play out that possession. And then we also have from Deborah Rickford. Thank you, Deborah. The 2008 quarterback <laughs> – 
who didn't know the overtime rules was Donovan McNabb. That's right. And he was on the Eagles. There you go. That's what it was. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, Deborah, you got that one. You, you got that one off. You know, uh, you can have that one. Oh, my gosh. That's what it was. I knew I had it right there. On the tip of my... <laughs> you know what's funny, Whitey, about this show? You know, I've, I got the te- technical difficulties. I'm a little jet lag. I'm exhausted. We got my boy Jay behind the board. Yeah. If the Niners would have won, he would have ran all kinds of drops of me all season long talking about. Yeah. I haven't heard one drop of me saying, you know what, Drapes, you're right. You know, like, you remember Charles Barkley said, that's a great point Kyle Draper makes. I haven't heard that today. I, I mean, my boy Dan over there. Campbell and company. <laughs> Why should you? I You're a Packer things, fan. I, I got exactly. Hey. I got some things I want to say, but I'm gonna let my Packers do the talking. This there time. you go. <laughs> that what you wanted to hear? Where, Thank you, Jay. Where, where's the Where's the Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes version of that though? See, that's a great right. producer. He hears you and he's like, "All right, I'll play you some." That's very well done right there. <laughs> By a big time, oh, big time awesome. uh, producer. Yeah. Uh, the 49ers, by the way, are the <laughs> betting favorites to win the Super Bowl next year, Kyle. <laughs> you know what, Whitey? And this is this is not a 49ers thing or anything. I learned that getting to the Super Bowl is extremely hard. Look at my Eagles. Yeah. And I, I came into the season thinking, all right, the Eagles are going to come back hungry. They're going to be ready. They're going to make it back. They're the best team, that talent. And it just doesn't happen. Uh, that way all the time and so uh, that's what's so if you're a Niners fan so frustrating I know you've been there uh, last few years and everything like that but man I felt like this was your best shot and who's to say you know like if you look at it the Niners were pretty healthy compared to their historic you know they were pretty healthy most of this season and so uh, I, I just felt like things you know were going their way it was set up. They had an easy road to the Super Bowl. The Chiefs had a gauntlet, and they still couldn't get it done. Oh, we're going to hear from TC in just a moment, but I want to give you a chance okay. to guess what he's going to say. I think he's going to go after Kyle Shanahan. I don't know. We, I don't know what he's going to say. That's my guess. Where, where do you think TC is going on the Super Bowl? Uh, same thing. He's, like, he's going to come out and say Shanahan has to go. All right. That, that's what he's going to say. TC with us here at Sackdown Sports. What's up, TC? <laughs> Y'all completely right. Hey, thank you. What a moment, man. Rapes, Whitey. Look, check it. Hey, check it. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm serious about this dude, Shanahan, man. I'm talking about running the ball. Christian ran the ball, what, 22 times? Give it to him 32 times, man. Run the ball and stick to what, hey, that, what works. That dude got in his way last night, choked. And listen, you want to get on here talking about you didn't know about the overtime rules. Man, you got to go, man. How you don't know about the overtime rules? How nobody knows about this? Jay York, how you didn't pass that down to the team? That's a cop-out, bro. Everybody want to get on these airwaves. I'm talking about players want to get on talking about, oh, they didn't know, we didn't know. No, bro, we got beaten. We blew that game. Another 10-point lead, another blown 10-point special by Shanahan, bro. That's what I be talking about on this airwaves about that dude, Whitey, and everybody be thinking TC be tripping. No, I got TC. Let me, how old are you, TC, if I may ask? Just about. 38. Okay, so you, I mean, in your lifetime, 
See, I'm older than you. I remember the 49ers and it's like Walsh and Super Bowls and Super Bowls. And in your lifetime, it's pretty much like the 49ers get to these big games and they just fold up, right? That's pretty much your life history of the 49ers. Yes, bro. I've been a Niners fan my whole life. My uh-huh. dad was a Niners fan, bro. Which uh-huh. I was born in two, and I just a diehard. Why are you older than me and you know why do you? But listen, getting to these big games, and I'm talking about particulars. Yesterday, Jay, I heard Jay earlier. Yesterday hurt worse than 19. Hmm. And even back when Harbaugh, that hurt yesterday, bro, because we had that game in the bag, and we blew it, dog. All right. Where do you go from here, TC? What's the first thing you do with the 49ers roster between now and next year? Right now, we we first first and foremost, you figure out how you can sign Brandon Ayuk. That's the first thing. There you go. And then you go ahead and get listen. And then you go ahead and fix the offensive um, the offensive line. Also, if you don't get rid of Kyle, Kyle, you got to demote yourself, bro. We got to bring in another head coach. You got to go to OC, or you have to get an OC, dude. All this your play calling. You got everything under your hands. That has to stop. Kyle has to. If, if he's not gone. He has to, like, fall all the way back. Like, you might, you might have to be another OC again and get a real head coach in, or you might have to continue to be the head coach but also get an a OC in that's capable enough to stand up to you and say, Kyle, no, we're not calling this play. We're calling this play because this is the right thing to do. No, we're going to run the ball 100 times because we're not going to stop it. Like, you get what I'm saying? No yeah, yeah. And, Jay? yeah, we got you. Thank you, T.C., uh, Drapes, what do you think would happen if somebody on the 49ers ran up, bumped Shanahan, and yelled at him the way uh, Kelsey yelled at Andy Reid yesterday? Oh, they, they would be done, yeah. right? They, they, <laughs> they, they'd be benched the second half or something like that. Like Shanahan ain't playing that. Yeah. They'd gone. be gone. Yeah, they, they, they'd be cut Yeah, because you can't have that. Uh, obviously, Kelsey and uh, Andy Reid got a different kind of relationship, but that was that was pretty ugly. Uh, I watched the replay several times, and I'm it like, was. "Ooh, he he actually, you know, gave him the full body shot there." Yeah, I wonder if it, the story would be different if they hadn't won, and now everyone can go, "No, we love it." Andy Reid said, "Ah, oh, heck, I love that. He just wants to play." You know, that's uh, yeah. When you win, you can do that kind of stuff. All right. Uh, when we come right back, we'll have it. Yeah, the saddest 49er radio call of them all with the Drive Guys on Sacktown Sports.